Good early evening to those on the East Coast. Welcome to August Sashin 2020. Great Earth and Great Sky Sashin in the time of COVID. When those of us, the 18 people here at the monastery, are joined by 37 people online. This is the second full day of our session. During our two-month practice period at the monastery, we have been studying Dogen Zenji's Mountains and Rivers Sutra. As Shanae mentioned in her talk yesterday, Okamura Roshi says the title should be Mountains and Waters Are Sutra. A sutra is the teaching of dharma, of fundamental truth, a truth that applies to everyone in all times and in all places. What truth about each one of us, about all of creation, are mountains continually revealing to us? What truth about each one of us are rivers and oceans chanting, singing, humming, day and night to us? And what do we need to do or not do to be able to experience the truth that they are continually manifesting? To do or not to do, to be able to hear their wild and wonderful songs. In the evening, we are chanting a short version of Dogen Zenji's much longer fascicle, his poetical writing on mountains and waters. As you read this sutra, please pick out the lines that call to you or lines that puzzle you. These can become your personal koans. Dogen Zenji, who was the great Zen master of the 13th century in Japan, wrote in a style which can be puzzling and tantalizing at the same time. As you read it, you feel that there is a truth that he is singing about that you can almost understand. He moves back and forth quite rapidly between the truth of the relative everyday world and what is hidden from us within that world. Mountains are mountains with a geological age and a certain chemical composition. But mountains all will also call to you. Call a truth about yourself that you have within you the same majesty, the same imperturbability, the same ability to be a steady presence a presence that touches the heavens, that has the same eternal nature that is at the heart of mountains' appeal to us. One of my favorite lines in the chant that we're doing 
is wise people and sages all have mountains in their inner chambers. If you sit as a mountain, hour after hour, day after day, mountains will become not just something that you visit and marvel at, something that you are refreshed by in a day hike or a week-long camping trip. Mountains will become permanent residents of your inner chamber. And you will be able to call upon them in situations where you need their solid, witnessing, calm presence to infuse your body, heart, and mind. During our time of introduction on Monday night, more than one person said that they would like to find inner peace. This is probably the most common reason that people come to meditation. And that very reason indicates that they already have what is necessary, what is essential for Zen practice. And that is awareness. Awareness that their hearts and minds are not at peace. If you look at most of the troubles in the world, the underlying problem is that people are completely imprisoned by their thoughts. They believe and then act on their thoughts. Awareness is the essential key to practice. Beginning with the awareness that your thoughts are not telling you the truth. A week-long session helps our thoughts to settle down and for us to get some relief from their constant churning. Then there is some space between and around the thoughts. And as we watch them, we gain perspective on them and how they drag us down into anxiety and suffering. When we're able to switch from thinking to awareness, something we talked about in both groups yesterday, we enter a completely different relationship to ourselves and to the whole world. we enter a realm of peace and contentment. In this sutra, Dogen Zenji is telling us that inner peace is not a realm outside of us, only to be found, found during a mountain or seaside vacation. It already exists inside of us. And quieting the tumult of our churning thoughts, sitting like a mountain, can reveal it. People become wise people and sages in just this way. You should study the green mountains. You should study the gray mountains. You should study the brown mountains. You should study the snowy mountains. The mountains in all seasons. Dogen Zenji is simultaneously talking 
about the qualities of mountains and waters while talking about your own true nature. He is, stu- he is saying you should study and thus reveal your own true inner nature, the seasons of your heart-mind, the height, the depth, the age, the moods, and seasons of your own being, your small and your large, maybe very large, being. Below all the superficial differences, below differences in age, skin color, religion, culture, height, weight, education, fitness or poor health, happy or unhappy childhood. Set these aside. Set these aside and take a deep dive beneath all of these differences to find the treasure within. A treasure that is present in each person in equal measure, in unbounded measure, in unmeasurable measure in each person, and is also present in each aspect of creation. In some religions, they call this truth created in the image of God, or the God nature in each person, or God is manifest in all her creations. It's even alluded to in our Declaration of Independence, since we're having our national conventions and talking about patriotism in our original documents. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. This is the preamble to the Declaration of Independence. When in the course of the human events of our life, we realize that it has become necessary for each of us, for you and for me, to dissolve the political, racial, cultural, prejudicial bonds that have separated us from each other and have connected us in mutual suffering. We can turn to the powers of the earth which nature constantly reveals to us and assume our rightful station, which is not something a government can grant us in the future, but is evident right here and right now. Each day when you get out of bed, or when you arise from your meditation cushion or chair, as you, with complete trust, 
put your feet down on the earth, the earth supports you, no matter who you are. Likewise, it supports flowers and weeds, huge boulders and tarmac roads, blackberry vines and snakes, leaping fawns and roadkill, clear lakes and stinking septic tanks. This is one purpose of our walking meditation, to open our awareness to the constant, steady support of the earth. Please practice walking meditation or practice any time you are walking during this session. In this way, put your awareness in your feet. If you need anchoring in your feet, then say, I am supported. I am supported. I am supported with each step. And then support, support, support. Then leave off the words and just feel that support, the deep rootedness. Bring back the words when you forget the support. Support, support. The words guide us to the experience. I often think that if I were just continually aware all day long of the support of the earth, that I would need no other practice. Dogen Zenji says, mountains possess complete virtue with nothing lacking. They are always safely rooted you are always safely rooted. This rootedness goes beyond the physical support that the earth offers continually. When we get older, our body may not support us well as we walk, but earth always offers support even when we fall. But safe-rooted goes beyond physical support. You will discover the true extent of this support if you invite mountains into your inner chambers and they come to dwell permanently there. Their complete virtue, they're lacking nothing is the virtue that shines forth from each brown or green blade of grass, each perfect eyelash of your sleeping baby's eyelids, from the slow side, slow slide of each out and in breath. Someday a door will open and you will realize that this virtue is your very own. A complete virtue of your own life. You will experience in flashes at first all existence and your life as Mary Oliver saw it, saying, 
each life as a flower, as common as a field daisy, and as singular. And each name, a comfortable music in the mouth, tending, as all music does, toward silence. And each body, a lion of courage, and something precious to the earth. And each body, a lion of courage, a walking mountain, and precious when we end in silence, as all of our lives will, precious, precious in its return to the earth, a generous return, returning all of our elements back. Mountains are always safely rooted, yet constantly moving. But wait, the rational mind says, how can mountains walk? That is a wonderful koan. How can mountains walk? If you sit long enough as a mountain, if you do slow walking meditation with a continuous awareness of the earth, the answer will eventually appear in your awareness. We treasure the quality of eternal stillness of the mountains. But are mountains completely still? Dogen Zenji says, just because the movement of mountains is not like the movement of human beings, do not doubt that it exists. You should study the Green Mountains walking and your own walking. He's giving us very direct instructions. Will we follow them? He writes, mountains and rivers transcend time and are alive in the eternal present. One of the reasons that we love mountains and rivers is that they pull us into the eternal present. Until we leave them and go back to our busy, thought-entangled lives, worried about imagined pasts and imagined futures. But if you truly love them, if you invite them into your inner chambers, if you implant mountains in your body and in your heart, they will never leave you. Mountains belong to the people who love them. My mountains belong in the people who love them. Mountains belong to nations, he says. Here he flips back into the relative, but we can't be fooled. Yes, we say, Mount Rainier belongs to Washington State and Mount Hood belongs to Oregon State. But mountains don't observe the invisible line that is marked by a human sign that says, now you are entering Oregon.
Mountains might very temporarily belong to a nation, but they actually never belonged to whomever discovered them. Kind of ridiculous when you think of mountains. Oh, I discovered a mountain and named them. And the names Tahoma or Y East aren't their true names any more than Rainier or Hood. Dogen Zenji says, after entering the mountains, not a single person meets another. This is a description of phases of practice. Entering the mountain is sitting as a mountain, letting go of being a single, dissatisfied, and unsatisfactory person. It means sitting and detecting and dissolving whatever is in the way of being a mountain over and over, hour after hour, until suddenly there is no another. There is no another. Not a single person meets another. We enter the one body-mind, usually very briefly at first, but if we stick with practice, those brief moments become more frequent and longer. We cannot force them to happen. We can only set the stage. How? Chan Master Shen Ying says, by entering concentrated mind, then simplified mind, then one-pointed mind, then one mind, then no mind. And then the bell rings and we pop back into our personal mind. What will we have for supper? Maybe just stay with each step, each breath, until you get there. Where should I go sit in the forest or in my garden? Maybe just try starting to walk and let the forest or the garden invite you. Dogen Zenji says, you should study the Green Mountains walking and your own walking. You should study walking backwards. If walking stops, Buddha ancestors do not appear. Walking forward does not obstruct walking backwards. Walking backwards does not obstruct walking forwards. This is called the mountain's flow and the flowing mountains. What is Dogen Zenji talking about here? Walking forwards, walking backwards? The clue is in this line. If walking stops, Buddha ancestors do not appear. If walking stops, Buddha ancestors do not appear. And that includes walking forwards and walking backwards. Dogen Zenji writes, a mountain always practices in every place. Please follow this example of mountains and practice in every place during this session. If it gets complicated, if the mind interferes, feel your feet 
and the earth beneath. Fully know your own walking, your own breathing, your own mountain nature. Thank you.